1: and we came to the center and you we were playing full back up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the you watched work workout in the weight room. But you could pick up you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it
2: and
0: I run him back to things like
2: Bugus
4: And a big good morning and happy Hump Day edition. Welcome in to the Martin Houston Show this morning. My name is Joe Gaither. I'm filling in for Martin this morning. And happy to be bringing you this Hump Day edition of the Martin Houston Show. We got plenty to talk about as we close the book for good on the on the Alabama versus Georgia game. And we will open the book and look ahead to the Alabama-Tennessee game the third Saturday in October Big, big, big rivalry kicks off this weekend. You can want to invite you to be a part of the show by calling the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904 or finding us on the Twitter machine at Tide109 or my my personal Twitter is at Joe Gaither with the number 6 on the back. Joe Gaither 6 to send all your comments, questions, queries, concerns and of course your complaints. We'll be holding it down for you on this Wednesday morning. Got tons to get into, so let's just jump right in. Last night, the Los Angeles Dodgers win game one of the World Series against the Tampa Bay Rays. I believe it's eight to something, eight to four, eight to one, eight to three. I'll have that up for you. Eight to three for the Dodgers win. They take the game one of the World Series. We'll see if they can actually complete and have that World Series win as they've been runner-ups uh a couple times over the last last four years so we'll see if they can end up doing it uh, we have Alex Chiku a highly prized Alabama forward coming coming from France coming out of Arizona uh is going to be it, unfortunately it was reported yesterday from Bama Insider that Alex Chiku suffered an Achilles injury Uh, We'll have to keep an eye on that and monitor his status. It seems like the injury bug has bitten the Alabama basketball team once again. We'll see if it's just a minor injury or if there's something major to it. I I didn't really expect Chiku to be an extreme contributor. Uh, I expected him to be kind of a developmental piece of this year's basketball team, but it's no good anytime anybody has an injury, especially when it is of the Achilles variety. Do you want to get in to talk about Alex Chiku and his uh, his? Is status? Feel free to call us on the Taco Casa hotline if you want to uh, give us your final thoughts on the Georgia matchup or talk about the Tennessee game. Call in with your score predictions. Pat has already called his score prediction: forty-five to fourteen, Alabama, with Mac Jones passing yards at four twenty-one. Having Mac Jones go over the four hundred yard mark for the fourth consecutive game. Will that put Mac Jones in the Heisman uh, in the Heisman conversation? The real Heisman conversation uh he, He's uh, had a great couple of weeks. He's, he's had a, gr- a great start to his season, and we will see if he can continue that to challenge Trevor Lawrence for that Heisman Trophy. We've got a lot more to get into as well, but let's just go ahead and kick it off right by going to the Taco Casa Hotline. Uh,
3: welcome into the Martin Houston Show. Good morning. Yeah, this is Michael from Duncanville. Uh, I want to say, roll tad this morning. Uh... Well, by the way, this ain't the third Saturday in October, sir. Uh, I looked on the calendar. I thought this is the fourth day. We're going to have to It, it is the fourth.
4: It is the fourth. It's just the name for the right. Uh, I know. I know
3: but I'm going back. I'm, I'll be 59, probably. So I, I know, you know, generally in the past, it was third Saturday. So they've messed it up a few times through the years uh, since I've gotten older. But, uh. I appreciate you being taking Martin's place. how you're doing a good job, man, and uh, keep it up. I appreciate
4: it. I'm just trying to keep Martin's seat warm. I know he's going to be back very soon, and uh, just trying to keep, keep keep things rolling in his absence. Thank
3: you for your kind words. Well, I tell you what, you know, we, yeah, you know, we, you know, you, I'm sure you'll have a lot to talk about. But uh, one thing I want to encourage everybody coming up: be sure you get out and vote the right way, because we got we, we need to keep the right people in office. Keep always you know, keep the right people already there. And vote the wrong people out. We hope that's going to be done throughout the whole United States of America, because we don't we don't need the wrong people in high places.
4: Well, the Bible usually put, it put puts the right the right people in the right spot, So I I just hope that everybody gets out and votes and uh, right. expresses their
3: their freedom, expresses and their, like uh, their rights. Like I on radio, I am pro life, and I don't care if, I don't care if everybody knowing that. i I'm, I want I want everybody to know who I am. I mean, I, I mean I, a lot of people are. always going to come out on the radio and say it like I will? Absolutely.
4: Well, now have a good day and still roll tide. Roll tide. What do you think about the Tennessee game this week? you think we're going to – There he goes. Goodbye on the Taco Casa hotline. Let's keep things rolling right on the Taco Casa hotline. Good morning. You're in with the Martin Houston show. Good morning, hey,
1: man. Hey, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How you doing? Oh, oh I'm doing I'm doing fine this morning. I just got back from my yuca. Oh, Hey, man – he didn't want to talk about the Tennessee game. I, don't care. I know I was about I to can't throw it believe to that.
4: I was about to ask hey, him.
1: Yeah. Hey, and what do you think about one year after his major injury, and Tua is getting the start in Miami? Is that not unreal, or what? That's
4: an amazing story, Pat. I'm glad you brought, God, brought God, that up. God is
1: good. Absolutely. Is he, good. He's
4: going to start for the Dolphins uh, almost a year to the date he's going to he's, he's starting for the dolphins about 15 days ahead of the year mark so he's starting on november 1st and last year he got hurt november 16th uh so he's a full circle for twelve—a twelve-month journey. What a crazy twelve-month journey for Tua Tungavailoa, going down with the hip injury, thinking that maybe he's never going to play again. Getting drafted in the top five, and you know, sitting out, biding his time. I think the Dolphins have done it. Uh, I think they've done a good job of, of not throwing him right into the fire yet. But you know, they're they they've got an off week this week, so he's going to get two weeks of, of practice and prep. I think it's just simply amazing that he's going to play and start uh, a little less than a year after that. A big old injury
1: and, and and had an injury that was almost identical to the injury that took out the great old Auburn player
4: oh Jackson that's right
1: and almost but, identical from what I, from what I understand I, I understand mean, the it's same Palmer's way textbook
4: I understand the same way that they just popped that hip back in but uh it was about the same injury that Bo Jackson dealt with
1: yeah and uh that's you, incredible you, you that, expect uh, him to do pretty but, well in that first game Oh yeah, hey! But tell me something: Are we going to be able to put pressure on the Tennessee quarterback? Oh, that are we going to have some new? Oh, I mean, not necessarily new, but are we going to be able to get off the blocks and, oh, you know, put pressure on him? And and my main thing is that we can contain him inside. And if we make him throw over the middle, oh, I think we're going to be okay. At, uh, but it's him being able to get backs out as safety valves and because uh, that's where we're being burnt up on the uh uh, toward the sidelines. Do you not agree?
4: Oh, I definitely agree. Covering the backs out of the backfield and the tight ends, uh, kind of leaking out has been the issue on the, in the coverage area so far this year. But and, and it's just like you said, Pat. If you can get some pressure, that's the key. When Alabama started turning up the pressure on Georgia, it, you know, in the second half of that game, the defense worked a whole lot better. It's a whole lot easier to cover, Pat, if you don't have to cover for near as long because your because your defensive front is getting in the face of the quarterback and you you saw Jared Garantano over the over last week uh, w- w- playing Kentucky. Whenever he got pressure in his face, he made some bad decisions and turned the ball over. So that's going to be the key for the Crimson Tide is getting into Garantano's face and uh, forcing some of those bad throws.
1: I got you. but they, I think Barrymore being able to uh, collapse, I'm not collapse the pocket, but being able to put pressure up the middle uh, when he steps into that pocket Is going to be the key to victory.
4: He certainly looked better to me this past week than he did uh, the first, well, the second and third, uh, the second and third week. Uh, Yeah,
1: but the
4: the first week he didn't play. It seems like he's really coming back on after that knee procedure that he dealt with.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, anyway, hey, uh, when we're going to be able to get? I I love your voice and I love talking to you, but oh, I've been I've been concerned about my insurance man.
5: Well
4: Martin, I keep checking in with him uh day by day. He said that he had his best day yesterday that he's had in two weeks. So I'm I'm hoping that uh that it's any okay. day now. Uh I love I, doing
1: it but, but yeah, I keep checking I, in with I, him. I know, but I, and I hope he ain't dealing with the cough. I had it took me twenty one days to get over the dry hacking cough. I would still call into y'all, but I mean I couldn't stay on the phone hardly any time at all without just I mean, just tremendous tremendous cough and The dry hacking cough was the worst thing oh that I had. And this was back in February when I had it, so before we knew but oh I mean I take all in, all kinds of cough medicine had, oh, oh little uh uh what the they called uh gems or something True. none of it did any good
4: well i'm praying for and, Martin and, and, I, and I, I hope that uh, his good news yesterday he can turn yesterday into a good day today and uh oh, maybe yeah. he can be, yeah. hopefully he can be back with us before we close but, the weekend well
1: i i hope I, I just came from tennessee there's almost zero mass compliance up there i was up on the uh tennessee i was about five miles into tennessee and uh that uh, right there on the Alabama Mississippi line. None of the people in Mississippi I saw six Mississippi State troopers outside of a restaurant within three foot of one another, all in a little pile, a little posse I call it, and none of them were wearing masks. If I if I if I knew Uh, The telephone number for the governor of Mississippi that I'd call over and give him a piece of my mind. uh, And you know what they told me up there? They said, well, it's not mandatory. The ones in Tennessee, well, it's not mandatory up here that you wear a mask. Well, if people have got to be told it's mandatory to wear a mask, then they're just too stupid.
4: Well, I don't, I don't you much know. care about what, what people think about if the masks are effective or not. I think it's common courtesy towards other people. You know, that, well,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, whether well, the old lady was, Well, I don't care if it, if a mask makes you feel better. It does not bother. I mean, I, I'm talking about that's what they say, and uh, well, I'm not gonna wear one to make to make you feel good. Hey, that's the most ignorant, you know, manners do not cost anything. Well,
4: certainly, uh, Pat, I I can use any sort of language I want to, but if I know that uh, cursing is going to make you uncomfortable, I'm going to try not to curse as best I can to not make you uncomfortable.
1: Exactly, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. But manners do not cost anything. Hey, but we're not going to show any manners to the University of Tennessee. We're just going to stomp a mud hole in them. uh, Because, you know, you realize they wear orange up there because it looks like a garbage collector's convention.
4: 5,113 days now, Pat, that we've beat Tennessee since it's been. (laughs) And, and Pat, you know what I tell my Tennessee buddy? May it be 5,000 more. My Tennessee buddy thinks, oh, every year is going to be the year. I said, no, man, may it be 5,000 more days.
1: Yeah, has it been every thirteen years? How many years has it been? This winter, fourteen. I, I believe this, this will be it? number
4: fourteen. I believe it'll be fourteen. Yeah, yeah. This year. yeah.
1: And uh, we've never gone this long in any of the streaks, but I really, really think—I mean, Jeremy's the right man for their job up there. But he's probably four years uh, until we get until Bryce Young graduates that uh, Tennessee doesn't stand a chance. That's what that's my feeling on it because Nick's putting together one of the most stellar recruiting classes that we've seen in quite some time.
4: Yeah, I Do hope I? I hope that uh, that we can take care of business this weekend. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. Stay. I, Pat, is, is Tennessee your most hated rival?
1: Oh no, absolutely not. The Bonners and uh, and George, George's getting there. I mean, you know, I, I don't want the Bonners to ever be. Were they competitive again ever? And uh, that, but closer Tennessee people. That I don't, well, I don't uh, LSU. As long as you're down there eating with them and stuff, those people treat you really, really well. Oh, uh, but Auburn people are just nasty. I will never go back to Auburn. If you just walking down the road to toward the stadium. The people are uh, the venom that comes out of their mouth. Oh, they're the most uncourteous fans. I mean, I can understand. You know, playfulness is one thing, but downright venom is another. And with me and Auburn, it's venom.
4: Well, for think? me, Tennessee's still my number one, just because I grew up right on that Georgia-Tennessee yeah, line. Wait, we, gotta,
1: we got to hate Tennessee because Bear hated Tennessee. I mean that's you know that's a given, but oh, that but the Tennessee people. Whenever we're not playing football against, them and it's not Tennessee week. I don't hate them near as bad as I hate Auburn twenty four seven.
4: Uh, it's probably because you live a lot closer to the Auburn. That, well, that that
1: that could be that could be too. But I'm beginning that I'm, I'm beginning to despise Georgia people too, and I definitely despise Kirby Smart. But, uh I wouldn't want him back at Alabama if he was the last coach on earth.
4: Well, Kirby's certainly making a name for himself. Uh, we got some comments to to get into a little later in the show uh, yeah. show where he, he talked a little bit more about this Alabama game, not feeling.
1: Oh, uh, oh yeah, well, he, he's acting like it was just a, a play here and a play there. Hey, he got his butt handed to him on a silver platter, and he don't want to admit it.
4: Yeah, that's right, Pat. Anything else you
1: got for me before I hit the break? No, sir. We just hope that Martin Houston is uh, back in the saddle soon, and that oh, you know, uh, people got to understand that it's a combination of masks and shields and washing your hands, and everything's preventable. I don't know how Martin, uh, whatever happened to Martin, I don't know. I know that there were some players there that had Oh, COVID, and and it's easy to be in close contact with a player. And, you know, and a whole lot of people are just just wearing, oh, I don't know what he was doing or anybody else. That's not, not either here nor there. But these coaches, do, I mean, do you see that uh, Tennessee was fined 100000 and Ole Miss was fined 100000 and they will have to pay their fines because the SEC is going to keep their money when they dole out the money at the end of the year. So they will pay that fine.
4: And they should uh, pay that fine. Pat, I appreciate you, man. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. That's Pat on the line, and you can call in on the show and be a part of it on the Taco Casa hotline at 205 342 nine zero four. We're Coming back on the other side, we're going to talk to Ellis. We'll talk about Tennessee firing their defensive line coach, who's going to play quarterback against the Crimson Tide, and much, much more right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide
2: 100.9 tied 100.9 traffic from the towns and nissan traffic center no active wrecks and traffic fairly light as we begin our wednesday morning drive of course if you do see conditions give us a call 205-886-8886 towns and nissan is blowing away the competition with their fantastic selection cash back savings and top dollars on your trade cash in today at towns and nissan
0: i'm Captain Ray. A few passing clouds across Tuscaloosa on this Wednesday, otherwise sunny with highs near 86. For Thursday, mostly sunny skies, highs near 84. And for Friday, a slight chance of a few passing showers, highs near 81 degrees. I'm meteorologist James Spann on Tide 100.9. Scott
6: Smith and Softmark design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email Scott is at comcast.net and visit them online at softmarkdesign.com.
0: Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205 342 9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. <laughs>
4: Welcome back into the hump day edition of the Martin Houston show. Joe Gaither sitting in from Martin Houston this morning as we man the fort on Tennessee week. And it is a big week for guys like me who live up. Well, I'm from the Chattanooga area, the Georgia, Tennessee border, and I grew up with a bunch of Tennessee fans. So this game, while it may have lost its luster to some, it has not lost it in any way me get in touch with the show on the taco casa hotline at 205-342-9904 or find us on the twitter machine tide 109 or at joe gaither 6 a little bit of local news a uh, little bit of local football news kamari lassiter cornerback and wide receiver out of aca the number one ranked aca number one ranked team in in 4a kamari lassiter has decided to make his commitment his college commitment on thursday night at 7 p.m., so uh, Tide 109 will have coverage of Kamari Lasseter's commitment 7 o'clock on Thursday night. He'll be deciding between Auburn, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and Clemson. I know Alabama has already offered him, but it looks like Alabama is kind of on the outside looking in for for the young cornerback from ACA right there on Veterans Memorial Boulevard. We'll bring that to you right here on Side 109 on Thursday, as well as a full slate of high school games on Friday night. We're looking forward to it. We got two more weeks of high school action on Friday night. And we are looking forward to being all over it until we get to the playoffs. Let's head back out to the Taco Casa hotline right now and check in with our pal from Tennessee, Ellis in Manchester. I know it's a big week for you, Ellis. Have you hated Tennessee today, sir? I
7: hate Tennessee every day.
4: (laughs) That's what I'm talking about.
7: I just want to say one thing to Pat. I'm not stupid. And you know where you can stick the mask where the sun don't shine.
4: Well, I know you and Pat are on opposite sides of the the, the, the mask discussion.
7: I'm not stupid. You know, he's going around telling everybody stupid. No, I'm not stupid. I'm just not wearing a mask. I'm not being told to do something that I don't want to do. So I'm not doing it. So that's it on that. Uh, That's it on that. What about Christian Barmore? Is he... Do you think he's going to play any better this year, or do you think that that he's going to play like he's playing right now?
4: Well, I think he's gonna keep playing better, Pat. I think, or Ellis. I'm sorry, Ellis. Uh, he, you know, he missed the first week in which it, it, due to injury. So uh, there's your Missouri yeah. game, and then he, he he played okay, sort of okay enough in the AM week, and then he played. I, I thought he I thought he's still a little bit struggling in the Ole Miss game, but I thought he played better in the second half of that Georgia game. I think he found himself a little bit and played better. I think you can continue to see Christian Barmore play better and better. I think he just kind of having a slow start off that knee procedure that slowed down his fall camp.
7: Well, I, I hope so because I, I was a big advocate of him, you know, because oh, you're he, in the, you're the lead trainer of the Barmore fans. Yeah, oh yes. you know, because because he done so good last year. Uh I still think that that's what's wrong with a uh, Moses I think because so too. he didn't get to play. Well, he didn't get to play all year last year and then now he's they got out there and not enough practice and stuff, and uh, they he's out there in a different uh, doing a different role, and uh, you know it's he's kind of behind on what what he's doing too. Yeah, that's I
4: think that but Moses and Barmore will continue to get better as they get more time off their injury.
7: Uh but that that's what I'm hoping for is that, that but especially Christian Barmore because he played like like out, last year.
4: Well, and there's nothing better than pressure right up the middle of your defense either. That can really uh wreck and disrupt an offense's game plan. If you can get pressure right up the middle on an offense, man, you can be uh causing some big problems.
7: Big big problems because it ain't going to matter who they put in as quarterback because they're still going to lose. Yeah. And, and it and and it didn't help them none to fire the defensive line coach yeah what do you think
4: about that uh, ellis he he's firing the defensive line coach uh five days before you play alabama and now not only that but pruitt he's going to take over he said oh that's okay i'm going to be the defensive line coach so now he's going to be head <laughs> coach and defensive line coach it seems like uh jeremy pruitt's got it got a, got his hands and you know in too many jars oh yeah yeah, I got too many irons in the fire. Yeah, I think he's going to be a little more distracted with that defensive line than he than he expects.
7: Oh yeah, and that's just going to make it even worse for him. You know, it's going to be an embarrassment to the. Why are you going to State fire a guy? Why
4: are you going to fire a guy four weeks into the season?
7: Wait and fire him after
4: the season. Yeah, I mean, you. you I don't know that defensive. I don't know that the defensive line caused all those turnovers this past week. They didn't throw any of the interceptions.
7: No, but they didn't throw any of the interceptions. It was the quarterback that done that.
4: Yeah, maybe I ought to fire the quarterback's coach. Yeah.
7: <laughs> but the defense, I mean, oh, my goodness. You know, but, you know, that's Tennessee for you. Like I said, I've lived up here for 30-something years, and uh, it, I just i hate them worse than I do Auburn. Yeah, I think I hate them. I, 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 I think so, too. And that's saying something, I'm originally from, I was born and raised in Alabama. You know, I was raised up to be an Alabama fan, but I've lived here and I've lived around these uh, obnoxious Tennessee fans that uh, I hate them worse than Auburn fans. Well, live, it, living it up in Chattanooga, like too,
4: Joe. yeah, living up in Chattanooga has made, you know, I live there. Pretty much the first 20 years of my life, and, and that was right, you know, I was nine years old in 1998, so all of my buddies were Tennessee fans, and uh, I, 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 I like keeping them in their place.
7: 19 years old in 98? Oh, my goodness.
4: Well, I was nine. I was nine in 98.
7: Nine, see?
4: Oh man, he was young. <laughs> yeah, I was nine and in '98, and and all my buddies were just remember '98, '98. T Martin, you know, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee, and and so uh, we we need to keep Tennessee in, d- down in their place. Five thousand days, Ellis. Maybe five thousand more. Anything else you got for me this morning? Oh yeah, it's it's over. They ain't, it's
7: gonna
4: be. A long. Ellis, what do you time. think's gonna I be mean, the score on Saturday?
7: Uh, let's see. 48
4: to 17. And how many yards is Mac Jones going to pass for? Uh,
7: 455 yards.
4: I like it. You're down. I got you down. 4.55 for Mac Jones, 48 to 17. Appreciate you, Ellis. Have a great morning. All right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, indeed. That's Ellis from Manchester, Tennessee. We're going to take a quick break on the Martin Houston Show, and when we come back, we will have John from Lake Martin. You can be on the show at 205-342-9904, talking about the Tennessee game that is on deck, Alex Chiku's unfortunate injury to Otonga-Vailoa, getting the start in Miami, and much, much more right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9.
0: Tide 100.9 traffic.
2: From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic fairly light as we begin our Wednesday morning drive. Of course, if you do see conditions, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is blowing away the competition with their fantastic selection, cashback savings, and top dollars on your trade. Cash in today at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray.
6: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double
0: on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
4: Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on this beautiful Hump Day Edition. Joe Gaither sitting in for Martin Houston, and we're talking about the Tennessee game on tap, wrapping up the Georgia game from this past weekend, and much, much more. Who's going to play quarterback for the Tennessee Vols this weekend? Jarrett Gannertano is probably the odds-on favorite, but he, 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 uh, he ended up struggling last week, and Jeremy Pruitt ended up playing all three quarterbacks, Harrison Bailey and J.T. Stroud. But they really couldn't get any good production out of that quarterback position against the Kentucky Wildcats. We will have to see who ends up playing for the Tennessee Vols, and even if if it even matters, who plays quarterback for the Tennessee Vols. You're running into an Alabama team who's got some momentum on a prime, you know prime slot against CBS. You've uh, now taken two losses in a row to Georgia and Kentucky, and here, welcome back. You get to bounce back against the number two team in the country, the Alabama Crimson. We'll see if Jeremy Pruitt can get things back on track. It seems like things might be unraveling there up in Knoxville. Let's step out onto the Taco Casa hotline and welcome in our friend John from Lake Martin. John, good morning. You're in with the Martin Houston show. How you doing? Good morning, Joe. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great this morning. Thanks for calling.
8: Hey, listen, just echo the, uh,
4: First caller there,
8: doing a very admirable job, but uh, yes, we do, Mr. Martin, and uh, well, for sure we he and do. his family are on the prayer list. So,
4: Well, he told me yesterday that uh, it was probably his best day in the last two weeks, so I think that uh, he's uh, looking up. Excellent. I don't
8: think it matters who Tennessee puts out there, quarterback. To tell you the truth, I think they could put Peyton Manning out there, and, and we'd still be Okay.
4: I think you're right. I think they got some struggles in some other areas. Who? I mean, they don't have anybody to throw the ball to.
8: They really don't, but not not only that. More than I believe it's their personnel. I am very I'm an optimistic person. I was so encouraged with the defensive improvement uh in, especially in the second half and I believe I've said before in this program. I think that the ability to make adjustments in the middle of the battle, that's uh that's that's uh, quite a trait that Alabama has always had in the past, and it, I saw it again last Saturday. So I think our defense is going to continue to improve, and I I think that's going to be the death knell for Tennessee. I'm looking at fifty three
4: to seven. Wow, that's a big number, but I love it. I do too. The bigger yeah, the better I, against Tennessee. It, it can never be big mm-hmm. enough.
8: No, I think that uh, I think that Mack will probably get uh, four fifteen, uh, but I, I do think that. Uh, We'll see some other people at that spot and we'll get a little practice in. You know, you. I think one of the great, uh, you know, we, we're always looking for questions here on the program. I, I really like, we were talking about, you know, who do you like? <clears throat> Who's your biggest rival, you know, and everybody's coming up with Auburn and Tennessee and all this. I think another question is, you know, those aren't typically my favorite rivals, but as far as who I like to beat, there is nobody on the planet that I like to beat or see beat by anybody other than Ohio State. I mean, <laughs> I just, I, there is nothing that pleases me. Beating Auburn, beating Tennessee, that's great. But to me, uh, I'm very loyal to the SEC. That's kind of like beating up your family. And I do enjoy it, and no doubt about that. But, boy, when we get to knock down ten, oh, Ohio State, Notre Dame's in the same book. Those two teams right there, so I think, who do you like to beat most is an excellent question as well.
4: I certainly agree with that. That's a great spin on the question. Do you uh, are you going to be looking to watch Ohio State play Nebraska this week?
8: Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Cornhusker fan this week. Uh, <laughs> certainly, <laughs> we got a guy on
4: our afternoon show. Uh, Tab, Tab, Tab Bystrick is from that Nebraska area. I know he's chomping at the bit to have his Cornhuskers get back on the field. Do you
8: remember? I I just heard your age and you're very young but uh do you remember when nebraska was extremely significant
4: well that was right in my youth in the early 90s i'm i I turned 31 to three weeks ago uh john so that was they 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 won three in a row what 92 3 or not 93 4 and 5 94 5 and 6
8: something like that but yeah nebraska was very very good and, and they were another fun team to beat but boy since they joined the big 10, I, I don't know what's going on out there.
4: And they don't seem like a good fit for the big 10, honestly, when they, cause they were still in the big 12 for a long time in my youth. They've been there with the big 10 now, what, five, seven years, eight years, someone like that. I have never been
8: able to put Nebraska in the big 10 in my mind. And I haven't been able to put Penn state in, uh, to me, Penn, Penn state's the ultimate independent and always will be. But, uh, I don't know. It, it, uh, it Just anybody that beats anybody up there in the Big Ten to me is uh, they're, they're friends of
4: mine. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I love it. Hey, uh, John, before, before you take off, what do you think about the news? Tua Tungvaluwa named the starter for the Dolphins. He, he, waiting waiting five or six weeks, but now he's starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins.
8: I, I don't know that there's anybody that I could be happier for or more proud of than Tua. When you look at his his family and and, and what they did uh, to, for him, and and the things that, oh, here's i am I'm I'm just so proud of the young man, and uh, I'm I'm just really hoping he does great things down there
4: in Miami. I am too. I'm excited for him that he you know waited his time, waited the first little bit of the season, and uh, now he's going to get his opportunity to see if he can play in the NFL, which I think he certainly can.
8: Yeah, yeah, amen. I sure hope he does well. One one last thing I said, you, you know. Um, I appreciate uh, all the callers very much, and uh, I listened to another call-in show, actually a Jerry Springer show disguised as a uh, <laughs> sports call call-in show. It was just very well disguised as a sports talk show, but I left them because of. Come on, people, let's get along. Uh, we're all friends here, and we can all, and we do all have very different opinions, but you know. We we there's a lot of fear in this country right now. Let's do all we can to bring peace. All
4: right. I I, I love that message, John. P, P, you know, we all may disagree on football, but at the end of the day, it's just football, and we can all you know care for one another. Uh, what what we got going on off the field uh, as well.
8: Never forget, it's children playing a game, my friend.
4: <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much for calling in, John. Bye bye. Us late Martin John, we appreciate his contribution to the show. We heard from Ellis and Pat earlier as well. You can be a part of the show on the Martin uh, on the Taco Casa Hotline 205-342-9904. three four two nine nine zero four. Let's get into what 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 I'm kind of curious about uh, today with Tennessee is Jerry Pruitt firing his defensive line coach, calling it a uh, calling it a philosophical difference. He said that uh, if you have philosophical differences, then you should go ahead and take care of that. You should go ahead and, uh, and 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 nip that in the bud so Jerry Pruitt let go of his defensive line coach the week before they're taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide who has a, a strong strong probably one of the strongest if not if not the strongest offensive lines so the defensive line's going to have to be at his best for Tennessee to uh, to 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 be competitive in this game, and so Pruitt fires his defensive line coach, and he said that uh, he's going to take over the responsibilities of coaching that position group. Let's hear Jeremy Pruitt on Monday talking about that decision uh, to fire that coach.
1: If 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 it's if it's not working out, it's better just to do it right now. Uh, me and Jimmy had a really good conversation, and um, you know it's
4: unfortunately, but probably because of the COVID. Um, circumstance when when you're a new coach and you don't have a chance to uh, be around your players from March, April, May, uh, and then limited in June uh, puts you at a disadvantage. And um, this is no knock on Jimmy as a coach whatsoever. Uh, he, he is one of the most knowledgeable guys I've been around, um, and he'll do a good job wherever he goes. And uh, just something that I felt like that we needed to do, um, and we did it. Well, he says there's no knock on his defensive line coach whatsoever. He's very knowledgeable, of this, that, and the other. But, but Pruitt, it, coach, it is a knock on him. You fired him right in the middle of the season. You fired him a couple weeks into the season. You you, you don't give the man. There's no spring practice. You've got a truncated fall practice. It's, it's definitely altered. It's not the same fall camp as usual. And you're gonna fire him. You know, going into the fifth week, that's ins- It's kind of a, a radical move to me, especially. Uh, you know, on the side of the ball that I don't I, I don't know that Tennessee's problems are necessarily defensively as much as they are offensively. Let's step out on the Taco Casa hotline before our, our last break and get in Curtis Moore. The Curtis Moore, uh, how you doing today, sir?
9: Hey, I'm doing good this morning, Joe. Um, Hey, I'm going to comment real quick on that Jeremy Pruitt sound. Yeah, let's um, do it. And this is just my uh, opinion about it. I don't think it's so much as an X's and O's thing i think there's some personality thing behind the scenes for that to happen that quick i mean the whole season not going by and yeah i I don't i mean he's saying he did a good job and all that but that's his coach talk that's what i believe i think it was something behind the scenes i agree with you there but uh yeah but anyways i called in for um three things i'll make it quick though um i just want to um just say uh up front that matt Jones could have had 400 yards in every game. I mean, he just got taken out on that first game, um, you know, the Missouri game to get Bryce Young some uh, time. So I just want to throw that out there. He, he could have threw for 400 in that game too. That's I th- what I believe.
4: I think you're right. I um, think that okay. he definitely could have got that if he hadn't been pulled out.
9: Which kind of segues me into this question here. Um, you know, with the Georgia thing going on, and what you know, what happened with Justin Fields last season and all that, uh, just my concern with Bryce Young getting – you know, playing time. I know this is an all SEC, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, schedule and all that, and it's hard to squeeze him in. But I, man, I just don't want that to happen, though. So I hope he's a he's a good team player and sticks it out. You know, so. That's just my take. What, what What do you think?
4: Well, I think the fact that uh, it's 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 more of a free year of eligibility for all the players is going to is going uh, to uh, help the Alabama kind of side of things. Help Bryce Young to realize, you know, I can stay here and not lose a year of eligibility, given the the strange year with the pandemic. But I think that we are uh, going to squeeze him into other games. But uh, But But it. But it, but it let's let's be honest i i don't think bryce young is watching matt jones on the sidelines thinking wow he's no good i can throw for 500 yards you know foot if, if matt what matt jones is doing right now through the first four weeks of the season is pretty special so i think it's pretty obvious that the that the best quarterback for the for the team is playing right now
9: yeah it's true and i got one more thing yeah go uh, for it. Real, real quick um remember last week when i called in dc about uh Nick Saban, perhaps calling the defense behind the scenes, yeah. you know, not trying to embarrass Pete Golden and all that. Um, my take is that that second half, either Pete Golden kind of proved really hard, or Coach Saban did something behind the scenes, baby. I mean, that defense was was this was nine day from the first uh, court, you know, first half to, to the second half. I mean, and you know, with the dancing and the celebrating, you know you know, the, the the kids go corralling around on uh, Nick Save and all that. That was, that was beautiful, by the way. I like that. I mean, I love that. I don't know. I just think Coach Davis probably had something to do
4: with that. Those oh, I definitely uh, think he had something to do with it. I think that uh, I, what DC said yesterday at halftime, he said that uh, he said that his report said that Dylan Moses expressed some pretty high level frustration in the in the locker room, and it seemed like some oh, yeah. some real leadership kicked in, and the defense. really – I don't know. It seemed like they were locked in much more. They, they were much more focused, and uh, they played a lot faster in that second half.
9: Yeah, yeah. They had to do what they had to do. You know, so well I'll go ahead and sign off. Um, well you got a prediction for forward. the Tennessee game or you want to call back a little later in the week? Oh oh let me let me hold off on that. I'm not really sure because that you know, with Tennessee not being as good as a Georgia, I think Bryce Young is probably gonna get in the game. So Mac Jones getting four hundred some something yards, uh, I don't you know what I'll make, I'll make my scores right now. And go, go for on. it. I'll go I'll I'll go um 35 to 10. Uh, Mac Jones gets 373. 370.
4: Perfect. Just want to make sure I heard you right. Uh, Thirty-five to ten, and three seventy for Mac Jones. Uh, you know what? I think your take is pretty spot on. I think that you're going to see a lot like that Missouri game. You're going to see a lot of get once Alabama has the game in hand. Nick Saban's not going to want to embarrass Jeremy Pruitt. That's 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 his old buddy, you know. And Jeremy Pruitt, exactly. Jeremy Pruitt's had respect for Coach Saban, ever, even even in times that he's left. Uh, I think that he's going to, you know, put. You're going to see Trey Sanders. That's that's somebody we haven't seen since the first week either. Trey Sanders. You're going to see Bryce Young. You'll see a lot of the younger guys get some playing time this weekend. I'm looking forward to that.
9: Definitely. That's what I predict. I mean, we always do well in Knoxville, anyway. You know, I don't think the the, with the way how great this team, how great that offense is, especially. Gosh, I I don't see anything different. I think we're a great Knoxville. So
4: I do too. I'm looking forward to it. I love beating Tennessee. There's probably no team I love beating more than Tennessee. Yep.
9: Well, that's all I have. Yep, Curtis. Thanks
4: for calling in this morning. We appreciate it, uh, Ma- Martin. I'll be back soon. I'll pass along some well wishes uh, for, for, from you to him. Uh, oh yeah, him.
9: thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're yeah missing him um, heavily. So you're doing great though, Joe. <laughs> you are. Well, really I'm
4: great. like a substitute teacher. I'm only good for a certain amount of time. But one, you know, once it's once it's over, I need to get the real teacher back in here. <laughs>
9: Yes sir, yes sir indeed. Well roll tie roll, you take care.
4: Sir. Roll tide. Have a great day, Curtis. Thanks for thanks for calling in and you can call in. We have one more segment uh, on the Wednesday edition of the Martin Houston Show. We'll call in on the Taco Casa hotline at 205-342-9904 to give your opinion of the Alabama-Tennessee game, to close the book on the Georgia matchup, talk about uh, Tennessee firing their defensive line coach, or Kirby Smart saying that UGA's performance this week weekend did not cause alarm. He he basically said clean up a little bit here, clean up a little bit there, and Georgia right in that game with Alabama, uh, so we'll see. If you got an opinion on Kirby Smart saying all that, you can call in or find me on the Twitter at JoeGather6. we got one more segment of the Martin Houston show to go this morning, and we'll be back with that next right here on Tide 100.9.
2: Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a minor wreck on 69 northbound at Calusa Avenue. You can expect some delays. Otherwise, just a few slow spots around town. But if you see conditions, give us a call. Townsend Nissan is blowing away the competition with selection, cashback savings, and top dollar for your trade. Cash in today at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray.
6: Hello, this is Martin Houston with The Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles
0: The sound of Bama sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston show on your home for Alabama sports tied 100.9 and streaming on the tide 100.9 app.
4: go back into the martin houston show we are shutting it down right here on a wednesday let's waste no time by getting out to the taco casa hotline and getting in tom under the show good morning tom how's it going today
5: yo how are you it's good to hear from you this morning
4: oh it's great to hear from you too tom
5: um you know we were talking about jeremy hitting the panic button and firing the defensive line coach and uh and i find that interesting and uh you know Curtis is usually spot on with his analysis of of games and uh, coaches and things like that, so I appreciate that uh, that uh, that take on it. But I, I wanted to bring up another angle if I could. Go for it. And, and uh, you know, uh, Coach Sanderson and Barry uh, before the season started. Who is that? Uh, inside the locker room. Just, I don't know if you've heard of it or not. N- I never show. have. Give it a listen sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they brought up something. and I, I, It stuck with me, and, and that is the all-conference schedule. And, uh, you know, that, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who you're playing in the SEC. There's not a lot of margin of error. And uh, and I, I tell you what, I think these coaches feel that. And uh, being of the competitive nature, I think Jeremy's one of those guys that things are not going right, so we got to change something. I don't care what it is, but we got to change something. And so uh, he probably had that on his mind to begin with. And uh, uh, but I, I think that uh, the coaches uh, that in this all conference schedule is going are actually going to be quicker to do stuff like that because. The margin of error, it's not there. I see it every week. I, I think everybody else does. You can get beat.
4: Yeah, if you don't and come-
5: Tennessee. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, they're down and all like that. But Alabama's better watch out because I'm gonna tell you something. Traditionally, when we go to Nayland Stadium, they come out and they take their best running back and they pound on. It. And that's what they're gonna do this week too. I'm afraid. And uh, so far this year, we hadn't shown the. Uh, the gumption to get in there and do what you got to do to stop the uh, run i
4: agree with you there we we strut we gave up what a hundred and some yards to the georgia running back and and if we don't come ready to play against tennessee they can be a team that'll sneak up on you you're gonna have to be ready uh for all the all the all the opponents but tennessee especially that they're a wounded animal trying to uh trying to get that win trying to get off their slide
5: yeah yeah I, i think you're right and uh I, I, but that that thing that stuck with me the whole time since they said it, and then when the season started uh, going, uh, it proved out to be a uh, pretty darn good prophecy uh, about how things would go. So I thought I'd throw that angle in there for whatever is worth.
4: I appreciate it, Tom. You can always count on inside the locker room, the coaches, to give you the uh, the inside scoop, maybe maybe an angle we don't always think of. So well, I
5: I, you know, coaches, they know stuff that the rest of us don't know. <laughs> here I know, and there. I know yes, they're I basketball coaches, but coaching is coaching uh, to some degree.
4: Absolutely. Tom, you got a prediction on the on the Tennessee game before I get out of here? Or you want uh, to call no, back? And-
5: I, Joe, if it's okay, uh, I know this is kind of wimpish, but I don't like to do that.
4: Okay, no problem at all, Tom. That's okay. Alright, All right. appreciate it, Tom. Give us a call All back right. later Good in morning. the day, okay? Roll Tide. We got about th- one more minute Let's squeeze in one more caller. Jimmy from Tuscaloosa, you're in with the Marty Houston Show.
9: Good morning, Joe Gator. You're doing well, my friend.
4: Oh, I'm doing okay. Trying to hang in there, keep the ship on the, uh, keep the ship sailing.
9: Yeah, Georgia, listen, the Georgia game, I'll give Kirby Smart credit. He hung in there for a half, and and, and that's 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 something good, and I think that's something Alabama's going to learn from. And I, I don't think there's a chance in the world that Tennessee wins this game. Right? Tennessee by at least three touchdowns, if not four touchdowns. Personally,
4: Alabama by three or four, not Tennessee.
9: Oh no, not Tennessee. Sorry, Alabama. You're right. But uh, it's it, I, I don't think there's a an inkling that out that Tennessee can win this game. I mean, there's just they don't have an offense. Their offensive line's good, but they have no quarterback back to play for four quarters consistently, so... Like I said, I don't give a chance in the world for Tennessee to win this game at all.
4: Neither do I. I think it's going to be a big Alabama blowout. Uh, spread is 21. I think Alabama is going to cover that. Uh, I, well, I hope they. Are. I think they're going to be, get right around that spread. So we'll see, have to see on Saturday. Thanks for calling in, Jimmy. I'm sorry I'm out of time today. This has been the the Martin Houston Show. I'm Joe Gaither filling in for Martin Houston. You can send your well wishes to him at Martin Houston 35 on the Twitter. Coming up next will be Inside the Locker Room with Wimp. And and Mary Sanderson right here on Tide 100.9. We're going to
0: celebrate your party.